Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. J. Will here, Alan Hahn from Barton Hahn, kicking it with J. all week. Just a juxtaposition of hearing Rick Ross say boss. Boss. But then I'm watching imagery of Carson Wentz. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. One of these things is not like the other. Hmm. <laughs> Just a thought. Oh, Chris Kenny's going to join us in a little bit here. I, I want to ask him what he thinks of some of the stuff that, that Wentz was saying. Because Chris is the type of guy that would, you know, he, he's that guy. Like, I hear this about you. you got to prove to me what you're about now in my locker room. Like, like that's going to be interesting to ask him about that and a couple other things. He's going to join us in a few minutes here. But um, we got to give you – and let's, let's just reset the latest on the Deshaun Watson news um, because it just continues to evolve as the NFL is now investigating uh, what's happening with him. So a third civil lawsuit has now been filed against Deshaun Watson. It accuses the Texans quarterback of sexually assaulting a massage therapist by allegedly forcing her to have oral sex with him in December 2020. This lawsuit was filed by Houston attorney Tony Busby. He's been uh, running all of these um, lawsuits so far. This was on Wednesday night. It appeared on the Harris County District Clerk's website Thursday morning. It's the third civil case filed against Watson this week. The previous two lawsuits were related to two separate incidents during which he is accused of committing civil assault by touching a massage therapist with his penis. This is one was March 2020. The other one's August 2020. And now this new one, December of 2020. The Texans put out a statement. The NFL informed us today that they will conduct an investigation into the allegations made in the lawsuits, civil lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson. We will stay in close contact with the league as they do. We continue to take this and all matters involving anyone within the Houston Texans organization seriously. We do not anticipate making any additional statements until the NFL's investigation concludes. Tony Busby, we mentioned the Houston attorney. He said there's now nine total cases against Watson that is up from six so far only three lawsuits have uh, been filed Adam Schefter on SportsCenter last night uh, discussed the situation and the latest and the NFL's response the NFL is aware of the situation and it is declining to comment at this time what we do know is that there are more and more suits and more and more women coming forward but we also have to recognize that there are no criminal charges at this time. And this has been going on for a while, and there's nothing criminal so far in this particular case. And so the NFL and the Houston Texans and every team that has had some level of interest in Deshaun Watson is closely monitoring the situation and looking into whether anything untoward happened, anything illegal happened, and to date, nothing so far. It's a situation, obviously, to keep an eye on, obviously, the Texans, and now with the NFL watching it as well. Chris Canny joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, co-host of DCR and ESPN 98.7 ESPN in New York. And I used to host a show with Chris as well. Oh, CC. We had like one of the biggest shows. Because he's like, Chris, what, you're 6'8"? <laughs> six, oh, you eight, mean height-wise, yeah. Three and, yeah. three and change? Yeah, yeah just, just, just leave it at that. Yeah, I, that's why I, I left, see, see, you know what, I stopped at 6'8", and then I left it to you, CC. Yeah. I figured <laughs> it's up to you to let everybody know. I'm 6'6", six, six, not quite 300. I feel like every time I see CC, I'm like, why are you looking down at me like that, man? Why are you looking down at me like that, CC? Hey, listen, it's not my fault you're vertically challenged. Hey, hey, yes. now. I, I tell Bar Scott the same thing. It's Bar- six, hey, six, we do. Two, I'm a tall guy in normal society, though, CC. That's the problem. 
It's true. I know. Hey, Chris, Bart says he's six foot, but I made I, I had Jay and he stand side by side. We actually Jay got up and we had a demonstration and it was surprising that Bart, although he was a little bit I, on I don't toes, know about that. Yeah, he, he had, yeah, he had the Tim's on. Yeah, he had the Tim's on. But Chris, let let me let's talk about the Russell Wilson situation and how it really pertains to with the teams that were on his list. And the teams that were on his list are pretty much now, they've moved on. I mean, the, the Bears did try. They were rebuffed, so they go with Andy Dalton. The Dallas Cowboys stayed with Dak Prescott, no surprise there. The Saints seem like they're going to go with Jameis Winston and go forward with that. And the Raiders, at this point, uh, Derek Carr is still their guy. Does he expand his list? Do you think, this, should he do that? And, and why aren't either? why is not either New York team on the original list? Well, well, here's the thing. I, I think Russ wanted to go to a situation where he felt like he can compete immediately. And I think the four destinations that his agent put out there, they all had some, some good things going for him. Like with Chicago, obviously the platform, but also they have a championship caliber defense. Now, I'm not sure that defense would be able to stay intact with whatever trade package they'd have to put together in order to acquire Russ. But I think that's why Russell Wilson was looking at them as an attractive destination. I mean, you look at the New Orleans Saints with Sean Payton and that team that they have in place. I mean, a lot of things to like the Dallas Cowboys. They're one of the most visible sports franchises in the entire world, not to mention a really good supporting cast on offense. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, they have some really good pieces around their quarterback down there on offense. So I just... I think that Russ looked at those four destinations as the ideal ones, but ultimately this is going to come down to how bad he wants out of Seattle. And if he wants out of Seattle this offseason, he might be he might have to be willing to go play somewhere else. Chris, let's talk about the hypothetical. If he wants that bad out of Seattle, if you are Joe Douglas for the Jets, do you want Russell Wilson? Is he the right move for your franchise moving forward? Well, I mean, he's in his early 30s, Jay. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of tread left on those tires. Uh, and so, if you're the Jets, you could look at Russell Wilson as a quote-unquote long-term play. I mean, Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, I mean, this is a, a brand-new regime. Even though Joe, Joe Douglas has been here a couple of years, like this is a new chapter with the New York Jets. And being able to have Russell Wilson as the cornerstone that you're going to build your program around, I mean, that's – that's a good place to start. So I just feel like if if that's a possibility, if if Russell Wilson would consider coming to play for the Jets, then I think the Jets are in prime position to be able to put together a package that would be attractive enough to make Seattle consider eating that $39 million mm-hmm. dead cap charge that they would have to if they pull the trigger on that, on that trade. Yeah, and on that point, Chris, uh, we were talking to Adam Schefter uh, yesterday, and, and he believed – he told us that he believed that the hard deadline really would be the first round of draft night. That if he's still on the Seahawks after the first round, then he's not going to get traded, especially because that's really what you want is that draft capital, including the Jets having that number two pick. What's your reaction mm-hmm. to that? Do you feel like if there's going to be a move with Russ, we'll know by the first round of the draft this year? Yeah, I think we will just because there are a lot of quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft. And if you're Seattle and you're trading a top five player at the position, then you need to have an alternative. You have to have a succession plan, somebody that can take over the reins um, once you make the move. So I just feel like Pete Carroll and John Schneider, their general manager, they they, want to have somebody that they can have confidence that can step in 
and allow their team to be competitive because Carroll has already let it be known that he doesn't have an appetite for an extensive rebuild. Like they, they're probably looking to retool more so than, than strip this thing down and start from zero. So I just think that in order to do that, you're going to have to have a really high draft pick or you're going to have to have a young quarterback to offer them um, as a part of that trade package for Russell Wilson. Sorry, I thought you were going to ask a question, no, no, Jay. I was okay, laying no. out for you. Talking with Chris Candy, Super Bowl champion, also co-host DiPietro Candy Rothenberg, DCR, they call it, on 98.7 ESPN in New York. They're on 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., so you know what those early mornings feel like, CC. I'm just Ooh. getting used to that this week. Mm-hmm. A little different. Definitely a little different. <laughs> I don't but, think you ever get used to it, though, Al. I don't think you, <laughs> you ever get man. used to it. No, it, 2:30, it 2.30, a.m. punches you in your face every <laughs> single morning. <laughs> Especially when you're watching the Knicks hold on for a win against an injury-depleted Orlando Magic. But that's a, that's a conversation. <laughs> that's you got a W. That's all that matters. You got a dub. You got a dub. That is a fair point. But, Chris, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this. Not a football-related question, but, but what Tom Izzo and, and last night, another incident with a player going off, uh, off the court, grabs a player, has that altercation with him. Draymond saying that's just how things go here. Nothing to see here. You as just an athlete viewing that, do you see it that way and or do you see it a different way? Well, Al, you know this, man. I mean, times are changing and how you have to coach athletes has changed too. This is not, you know, 15, 20 years ago when you can grab a guy by the collar and just scream at him and accept, expect him to be able to process that information and then be able to apply what you're trying to teach him or what you're asking him to do. Like today's athlete, they, they, they understand their value they understand their platform, and they view it more so as a partnership. So if anything comes across as, you know, demeaning or, you know, too, you know, too dis- you know uh, potentially disrespectful, like they're going to take issue with it, and that can lead to an altercation with an old-school coach like Tom Izzo. So, I mean, again, I just think that's, that's a sign of the times that we're living in and today's athlete and their, you know, their mentality. CC, thanks so much, man. It was great to talk to you. Appreciate you, CC. All right. Thank you guys for having me on. Al, you know I'm filling in for you later on on your show down there. Yes, I do. He'll be on. <laughs> that was a smile. He said, yes, and I, I do. I appreciate you because my bet is calling me, brother. My bet is calling me. <laughs> I, I, I owe you back, one, man. though. I definitely I got owe you back. one. Appreciate you. Chris Candy, Super Bowl champion with the Giants. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Mako. Tax refunds are great for fresh starts, especially 2021. Refresh your ride with your refund at Mako and make the year one you'll never forget. Head to Mako.com. Get a free estimate today. Uh Uh-oh. Better get Mako. Let's go right back to the Goodyear hotline. Dick Vitale joining us right now. By the way, as we have now crossed 15 million brackets for the ESPN Tournament Challenge. Dickie V., uh, obviously, every, we're just talking to Chris Canty about this. I know you've seen the exchange between Gabe Brown and Coach Tom Izzo last night. You know, I've been on the side understanding who Tom is for a long time, saying I, that's okay for me because of the trust he has with his players. But obviously, a lot of other people don't feel like in these times that's the way players today should be coached. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, Jay, uh, obviously you went through it with uh, Mike Krzyzewski. These guys are very emotional. They get frustrated at times. Uh, They absolutely get after people. I think any kid that goes to a school like Michigan State anticipates that. I think there's no issue to me at all, to be honest with you. Bottom line is, as Draymond Green said, that's just the way of life, man. You you go there, you understand that. He loves that kid. Are you kidding me? That's lots of time. Discipline is what's missing in society. Missing big time. And, you know, have an exchange. The kid had an exchange. 
big deal. I don't think it's as big an issue as people make because I think when you go to schools like this, you expect it. But I agree with Chris Canty. Things have changed. There's no question about it. Times have changed. The scrutiny, the social media, all this jazz. But I think that it's a bigger issue in the eyes of people that don't play the game. Guys that play the game. I used to know and hear it all the time and I believe it so much. If I don't get on your case, man, it means I don't care. Yeah. And kids, one day I had a kid knock on my door when I coached and he said to me, Coach, you never scream at me anybody don't yell at me you don't care about me so the bottom line is it's up to the individual up to the coach well i've heard this so many times dickie v too like when coach k stopped yelling at me that's when i got worried that's when i knew i was really in trouble <laughs> but here, here's what i hate though dickie v when people say well you know people don't like old school coaches anymore i'm like tom Izzo is not an old school coach like he's a he, he's transformed the way he still plays the game. Tom Izzo has you know, really translated the game into new principles. He's not an old-school coach. He's adjusted. Yeah, Tom, Tom Izzo has adjusted big time. Players respond to him. Bottom line is it was just an incident that happened. You know, let's give credit where credit goes. Credit should go to the kid Jaquez and to the kid Jazang who transferred from Kentucky. They put 50 on the board, Jay. They put 50 on the board against Michigan State. And it was a great game. We should be talking about the excitement of that game, kicking off college basketball so in terms of March Madness in a positive way. Instead of talking about a little incident of a coach getting out of a player and a player coming back. Big deal. Come on now, man. I think that is to be too much of it. End of story as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, V. It's like it feels like everything is, is feeling closer back to normal. We're talking to you about the March Madness, about the NCAA tournament a year ago. We couldn't do that. I can sense the excitement in your voice about this. How about some of the finishes you had already last night setting up for today, the, the big first day as well? And so I got to ask you, as you're going to tell us about diaper dandies and who's awesome, baby, and all those things that I love hearing from you. But if you're looking at this tournament right now and you're looking at my bracket and you're telling me, hey, Alan, make sure you've got this team going all the way. Who's that team? Well, you know, the team that I got going all the way is Gonzaga, man. I got the Zags. I think they're going to pull a Bobby Knight 32-0. and 0. I really believe that. I think they cover three parts of the court, guys. And Jay knows this is a former player. If you could cover the point guard slot, and they do that with Suggs. He's as good as a point guard as in college basketball. If you could cover the wing, have a guy that could really drill threes, you, they do that with Corey Kispert. And then if you could cover the three-second area with a post player that can be effective and efficient, you could really, really have a great combination. And they have that with Drew Timmy. So I really believe, I, I really feel that, you know, the other thing nobody talks about with Gonzaga, they're fresh. Because during the year, they blew people out in their conference other than BYU when they had one scare. So those players have not been physically drained like, let's say, teams playing in a Big 12 or the Big 10. And I think that's all a big plus. And yet, psychologically, they know, people say, well, who do they be? Well, they know, Jay, and, and they know absolutely, Alan, that the fact is that we beat the heck out of Virginia. We beat the heck out of Iowa. Yeah. We beat Kansas. So they know we can beat those people. And that's a real positive. Dickie B, I got to tell you, you are an absolute superstar, man. You talk about uh, a diaper dandy. I'm watching you with the IFB. You're still getting the questions on time, still answering the questions. I just I, I love you, damn it. You're, you're, you're the best. Tell, tell me about how you feel watching you Patrick are- Ewing and watching Juwan Howard, Dickie V, watching them get to the tournament and be the coaches for their own respective universities and ascending the way they're ascending. 
Jay, I, I know one thing. I used to use all the time about you, man. He's a solid gold PTP. He's the 3S man. Yeah. He's super simple and sensational. That's when why I know him all, Dickie B. Yeah, yeah, you were drilling those jumpers in the Meadowlands against Kentucky when Coach K took the whole team out, and then he finally put back the first five. Do you remember that? I do. I remember it. I do. I'll tell you, I, I remember that vividly. Well, let me tell you this. Juwan Howard and Patrick Ewing, they really were prepared for the opportunity. They coached on the NBA level. They were assistants. They learned their craft. I'm so happy for Patrick because he went through a little tough time with Georgetown. He lost two key players. Kid went to Arizona, Kino, the kid that went to a, a McClung. You think about him. He went to a Texas Tech. So the bottom line is they still survived. And for what he did in that tournament back home, I mean, what are those guards thinking about when he comes in there and they need an identification? Look up at the rafters, man. Patrick, you'll <laughs> Uh, oh god so anyway bottom line is he did a great job to beat to beat villanova i know without without gillespie but still to beat them and then to beat creighton not only did he beat creighton they beat him by 25 so it's a great story and i'm happy for him you know i did a book mount rushmore's my best players best coaches in my 40 years at Plus and ESPN, my number one player, Jay, a lot of guys will disagree with me, but hmm. my number one player in my 40 years was Patrick. Why? He was worth 15 points before a game started. Before it started. He, he was his intimidation factor, his defensive ability, making you shoot perimeter shots. My other guys in the top four, Mont Rushmore, were Christian Leitner, hmm. were Ralph Sampson, and then I got a lot of heat because my fourth one, was Michael Jordan. Guys, said, how could you take him in college over Wayman Tesdale? Well, Michael was a very good college player, but he just became a sensational player, obviously, in the NBA. But let me tell you this. Uh, uh, Howard, he was a great hire, great hire for Michigan. Has passion, has unbelievable winning mentality. He's been around winners on the NBA level, at the collegiate level. He's at his alma mater. And this is only the beginning because I'll tell you one thing, Jay. He's got the number one recruiting class coming in next year. And I hope and pray. Here's what I'm hoping and praying. That he doesn't give it. Because, you know, let, let me tell you this. You know the NBA is going to come after Oh, him. yeah. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind. He's going to be a wanted guy, really, no doubt about it. But you know what? You make pretty good money down there in Ann Arbor as well. And you know what, Jay? You don't have to deal with a hundred some games. <laughs> That's another thing. So, Jawan, Jawan, hear me loud and clear. Stay in Ann Arbor. Dickie B, I, I got to ask you about your new book called The Lost Season. It's a look at what the journey to the 2020 National Championship could have been, and every dollar goes to kids battling cancer. You always do this. You are one of the best at doing this and transitioning all this back to the efforts of kids dealing with cancer. Tell us a little bit about it. You know, Jay, obviously, thank you so much for playing that. Uh, it's a book where people want to autograph copies. They just go to DickVitale.com. And as you said, every dollar I would make, every dollar, not 50 cents, goes for kids battling cancer. I'm proud to say this, Jay. We have raised $37 million so far for kids battling cancer. And it's only the beginning. We need so much more. You know, today, people think they have a tough time today. Think about this. I say this all the time wherever I go because it's so true. Today, 45 to 50 mothers and fathers are going home and they're hearing four words that no mom and dad ever, ever wants to hear. 
your child has cancer. So I beg people, we got my gala on May 7th. You know you got an open invitation. Uh, we're going to be honoring Keyshawn's going to be. And by the way, I want to send my sympathies out mm-hmm. to Keyshawn and losing his daughter. Just breaks my heart when I heard it. Keyshawn's going to be one of our honored guests, not this year, but the following year, along with Chris Everett and also with uh, Coach uh, Drew from Mount Bela. But uh, And then we're going to have also uh, Gilmore, great guy, works at ESPN as the winner of the John Saunders Courageous Award for his incredible battle against cancer. This year, my gal, it's May 7th. And one of our guys, I mean, Scott Van Pelt, being honored, along with Muffet McGraw, Bruce Perot, and we got uh, uh, Coach Mullen from out of Florida as well. And then Chris Mortensen is going to get our John Saunders Award. You know, I hear the name John Saunders. I hear the name Stuart Scott. It breaks my heart that these guys aren't around. So I know they would love this time of the year. But I, I want to thank you guys for having me on your show. Jay, you're always one of my favorites. Man, you know that as a player, man, I used to love calling your games. They were special. You were special. Well, Dickie, I got to tell you, thank you for everything you do and you continue to do. And it, it's been an honor working alongside you, man. I, I've learned so much from you and your time. And you, you're still, you still blow my mind. You're still brilliant beyond success. It's incredible to watch. Yeah, and, and the great energy and passion. Eight, 81 well. years. <laughs> 81 years old, guys. I act about 12, 81. Hey, look at this. Last night, I watched that game till like 1 in the morning, and I had to be at Sports Center at 7 a.m. But you know what? I'm ready to go. I feel the energy of a 25-year-old play singles tennis, and I still go on. Thanks so much, guys. Love hey, it. Jay, shoot that Jay, baby. Shoot it, baby. <laughs> I'm going to come shoot it down at the broken egg. I love it. Hey, me. by the way, we saw Leonard Hamilton did the foreword for you on your book. We're going to have him next, so you help us do the tease for our next segment just by holding up the cover of your book. We appreciate that. Hey. He's a special guy, man. He's a special guy. He was on there at my gal. He brought the place in tears when he talked about his family and the battle that his family's faced with cancer. He is a special, special guy. I don't think he gets the national PR that he deserves. I'm telling you, when he's done it at ACC, at a football school when he came in, everywhere he's been, he's been football. He's at Miami, he's Oklahoma State, and everywhere he's done, he finds a way to win. Appreciate you, Dickie V. Thanks so much. All right, Dickie V. Take care, Alan. Take care, my man, Jay. All right. Fantastic. So, again, Leonard Leonard Hamilton will be our next guest, and we'll talk about a lot of what's going on with his team. He's got a team, a program that can win it all. First, here's Jay with Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up, so do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position. From here on out, Every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. We are going to have a tournament. Dance spot. I'm going to get the dance, baby. Oh, are you kidding me? Four number one seeds are Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan. We got a tournament. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. KJZ, Alan Highland in with Jay Will. Today's the last day to sign up to play against KJ and Z on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. Sign up at ESPN.com slash bracket or download the Tournament Challenge app and search KJZ. Or you can search Barton Hahn. Ours is also in. You can make fun of us. I'm sure, Jay, yours is solid. <laughs> we have a solid we'll bracket. See. Yeah, people are coming at me left and right. We'll I see. like it, though. You know it always goes that way. Leonard Hamilton, coach, Florida State. Join oh, us God. right now on the Goodyear Hotline, Coach, so earlier, and just so everybody knows, Florida State plays UNC Greensboro Saturday. It's a 12-45 game, the, the uh, 14 versus 13, uh, the 4 versus 13 game. But, Coach, so earlier in the show, we had our uh, Jays round ball rankings, and we were talking about NBA comps of different players to watch in the tournament. He's got Scotty Barnes. Here's the comp, and I want to get your, your thoughts on We'll make sure the this. wording is correct here. So coach doesn't get mad at just you, so we have the wording is correct for I'll Leonard, tell you what, right? You I'll, okay. I'll read it exactly how you read it. Okay. He moves like Giannis but will but has a jumper like Jabari Parker. Your thoughts. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not real sure uh that he's not correct. However, I think that you when you look at evaluate Scotty, he was a power forward all during high school. And he's converting to a point guard at Florida State. Mm. Now, that takes a tremendous amount of adjustment. And he's done it seamlessly. And he's a defender with high energy, high basketball IQ. And he and he and he's a quick learner. So I think it makes him a unique guy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to put him in any one particular category. But his wingspan, Coach, and the, the ground he covers, that's why I said it's Giannis-like to me. Yeah. And I, don't, I was yeah. curious to ask you how big his hands are because when I see him go to the rack – he cups the ball and extends it like Giannis does very much with those go-go gadget arms. But, but he has he has Giannis's physical stature with his wingspan, but he has a high basketball IQ where he has he enjoys making everybody around him better. That that separates him, and he actually gets as much joy out of making a good assist as he does scoring a three. And so his bat, but his best basketball is ahead of him. I mean, someone's going to be very fortunate to have a, the mindset of a youngster of this nature. Yeah, he looks like what the NBA really is becoming, Those the, the tall, long players that also are more playmakers and not necessarily just scorers. You know how it is, though, in basketball, right, Coach? I mean, this is what we do. We, like, we don't just describe a player. We always say, who does he play like? That's why we come up with these names. So do you have maybe a better comp if you could think of one? Well, I think that he has a unique skill that's not, it's okay. not similar. Back, there was a guy named uh, – I think his name was Don. Uh, you know, he played for um, – Back in the day, Will, before you were born, um, he played for played for Houston. And he played for um, uh, um, uh, Boston. He's more Oscar Robinson type, mm. you know, where 
he, where he can defend, he can rebound. Uh, he gets below the free throw line and shoots over top of smaller people. He has a high IQ. He makes everybody around him better. I mean, the Oscar Robinson type is, I think, is the way that he's moving toward. Now, you understand you're comparing a freshman, 19 years old, right out of high school, to guys who, uh, who were seasoned veterans going through college four years and then in the NBA. So it's, it's the, the cake's still in the oven with this guy, but but I I, I feel like it's I feel like it's rising very fast. Oh, you, were, you were talking about Don Chaney? Was that the name you were coming up? Yes, with? there yeah, you go, there yeah. you go. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Not quite before yeah. my time. It's definitely still cooking. It's still cooking <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's cooking fast. Yeah. Uh, I gotta ask you this, Leonard. You know, I, I've seen KD. I see it happen to him. I've seen it happen to Clay Thompson. But I've seen that happen on the court. How, how do you rupture your Achilles stepping off the team oh, bus? What oh, happened, okay. man? What happened? Well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, you know, buses normally lower themselves when they when they park, and the bus was not lowered. Mm. And I've been getting off of buses for forty years, and I expected the bus to be at the same, the ground to be at the same place where it normally is when you get off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I step off the bus, and I think I'm getting ready to step and land, but then I'm still going down, and I bring my left foot off, and I lose my balance, and, and yeah. And so when I try to catch my balance, my, my, my ball of my foot hits the curb, spins my Achilles back, I fall to the left. It's one of those things that that rare, you, it, it only would have to happen if the situation is perfect where the bus is close enough to the, to the curb. And, you know, you never get off a bus with the bus not being lowered where you can step right off the bus. That bus was still at the height before when he parked it and didn't lower it. And subconsciously, you know, you're getting off the bus thinking that you're going to do what you always do. Mm. It's one of those things. But let, but let me tell you guys something. If this is the only thing I got to worry about in life, I'm going to get shit. <laughs> yeah, you're in a good position. Yeah, I'm right you, on you that. You said the conditions were perfect for the injury. Maybe it's a harbinger. Maybe it's setting you up for a perfect run maybe in this tournament, right? I like that. Hey, I mean, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to spin yeah. it positive, Coach. Well, hey, it's all positive because, hey, listen, I've dealt with some things we can talk about off the air. A lot more challenging than this, okay? I hear you on that. <laughs> Understood. Coach, let me ask you, how many – what are the advantages and disadvantages to staying in one centralized location for the longevity of the NCAA tournament? You have to give the NCAA their props. Now. You know, sometimes we they're, – they're, they're the most criticized organization. Sometimes they become convenient for people to take shots at. For them to come up with this scenario in the light of what we're dealing with in this pandemic period, you got to take your hat off to these guys. Now, it's it's not something that you you necessarily enjoy, but in order for this tournament to go off, you know, safely, uh, they could not have done a better job, and they need credit for creating this this scenario. and And I think it's going to work pretty well. We're talking with Florida State coach Leonard Hamilton. So you have a four versus thirteen. Florida State at four, playing UNC Greensboro, twelve forty five on Saturday. What kind of challenges do they pose for you? Well, they play a similar style of ball to the way we play. You know, it's, they pick up full court. They have a variety of presses. Uh, they are dominated by an outstanding guard. They move the ball. They're deep. They play 10, 11 people just like we do. So it, it has the makings of a game that, that can be somewhat challenging for both teams and, and uh, because we play similar styles. Coach, we appreciate you. I know you got to get back to pr- – are you going to be able to storm the st- sidelines? How are you handling that with the injury? And I'm not going to change one thing I do. I might be limited a little bit, but that's okay, fellas. You know, 
this is all business here. We, we, hey, hey, this is go, this is show and tell time. You can't talk <laughs> if you don't walk it. <laughs> I'll be just fine, fellas. <laughs> all right, hey, coach. Best of luck to you, man. Hey, listen, if you see me in the fight with a bear, you have to bear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Leonard. Best all of right. luck to you, my Good man. Good luck. All right, buddy. All right, all the best. He, he's he's truly one of the best coaches in the game of basketball. You know, all you have to do at this point, you can look at the success of the program and how long he's been there. Look at the players he's putting into the oh, league. Oh, it's ridiculous. Who are ready for the league. Yes. That's a huge part. A lot of guys come into the league not quite ready. His players come in, and that's the reputation now. Again, from an NBA perspective, Florida State, oh, no, he's ready. And they defend. Physically ready. They defend. And they defend. That, that's the part you certainly love about it, no doubt about it. So we'll see uh, if they can go on a nice run here. All right, coming up next, this is new for me. I can't wait for this. Take it or shake it. Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, who are you betting on in 2021? We'll do all that after Jay has this from Indeed. When you own a business, you're the owner of everything. Everything from sales, finance, customer service. Fortunately, Indeed is uniquely qualified to help you really own hiring. Right when you sponsor a job post, Indeed's Instant Match searches through the millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description immediately. Then you can invite them to apply to your job right away. Indeed delivers four times, four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, it's Greeny, and Friday will be loaded up with the NFL free agency wheeling and dealing and the beginning of the madness of March. Don't miss a minute. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in with J. Will. I'm looking forward to this. Take it or shake it. Take it or shake it. This is your first time doing take it or shake it? This is, this is my maiden voyage. Okay. Take it or shake it. And now I'm told I'm supposed to shut up. Oh, and let let our producer Evan. Take He's going to host now. Like this is what we do. Is this like that suggestion? Like you know what, Alan? I may be better at your job than you yeah, are. Yeah, like when the producer's like running a show and then eventually he's like, "Let me run this segment." Hmm. That's kind of passive aggressive. Well, you know, that's Evan. Well, but we love him. I mean, do you want passive aggressive? What you were told was not to just let me take over, but hit the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin's presented by Progressive Insurance, which so. is what which is what I did. I follow orders. Wow. 
Well, this segment's kicking off the right way. Okay, Evan, let's go. Listen to the show. It's great if the producer would listen to the show. Taylor Shake is brought to you by Granger. Carson Wentz will have a better season than Jalen Hurts in 2021. I'm going to take it. I'm taking it. I'm taking that. I'm taking it. You're supposed to then say take it, Alan. Ah, jeez. You know, rookie, first time on the show, talking this way. Here's why you take it. (laughs) Their defense is locked in. DeForest Buckner. Yes, you are supposed to know this stuff. It's called scouting report before the game, Alan. When I listen to your show. It's early, and then I got to get ready for my show. So you don't to listen to our show. Points. That's what you're saying. You don't listen to our show. What are you talking about? Of you course don't, I listen to okay your show. It's okay if you don't listen to our show. I have you on my TV right, every we're, morning. We're taking Carson Wentz. We are taking. Okay, just because I think this team is ready to go. It's turnkey. Yep. They were missing the quarterback. We talked about Phillip Rivers all last year, the statue. Now you have a quarterback that's underneath the center that has familiarity with Frank Reich. Everything's in position. Top defense. Time to go. Absolutely agree. It's a ready-made team. Now, the blame could go on him if things don't go right, but it's made for him to go right, and he's got his coach, he's got his dad with him now to make sure that no one treats him poorly his in that dad. locker room. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Every, every quarterback needs his dad. He's got his dad there. All right, number two, Evan. Let's get it. Andy Dalton is really going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears in 2021? Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take You're take taking it, it huh? Yeah. You're taking they it? They have no other options. That's their guy. You I don't give a guy ten million dollars just to just to sit there and hold the clipboard, do you? Well, the Jets did that with Josh um, McCown once, but aside from that, no offense to Andy Dalton. Respect. Get your money. I will not watch a Chicago Bears game if Andy Dalton is starting quarterback next year. I will not watch it. Why not? I don't watch it because I I he want, might be he no. might be you're better than watch what you've had. Ball, then? I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. You just say, you're, are you putting the Bears in the Super Bowl? Defense good enough. Stop it. All he has to do is be okay. He Super doesn't even have to be great. Okay. So, great. Mark this down. You're taking the Bears to get to the Super Bowl, Allen. And you said it, Evan. You're Did taking the Bears that? to get to the Super Bowl. So, that's our bet. Did you I guys say hold that? To your bet. I didn't say Done. that. I'm the producer. People don't remember what I said. I remember <laughs> everything you say. Strike that from the record. All I said was, is he might be the most capable quarterback they have had, or steady quarterback blah, they have had blah, in four blah, years. Blah, 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 mm. I want Russell Wilson. I want Russell Wilson. They've already said oh, I no. want Russell. I don't care. Move on. I want Russell Wilson. Give me Deshaun Watson. Those two. That's it. That's it. You need to have another losing season so you get a high draft pick. Fine. At least I have a quarterback, and I know we're transitioning to a more offensive-driven league. Go ahead, Evan. Bears in the Super Bowl. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Eagles should draft a quarterback with the number six overall pick. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take that. Take, take, that. take, take that. it. No, I don't take it. Absolutely. Why do you take it? Because you have to. You really believe Jalen Hurts is the guy. No. You really believe. So then you need to find your guy. His name is Marcus Mariota. Here's my belief. I draft. I take a quarterback in every draft until I get one, until I got my guy. That's so, what I do. So you're going to repeat the same mistake that happened last year well, and sorry. do that back to your team again. Last year's mistake, I can't dwell on it. You compound mistakes by perpetuating them. I want to correct mm. it. I have a chance. I have a sixth pick. I have a chance to get a good quarterback in this draft. I have a chance then to have two young quarterbacks and figure out which one of them is going to become my guy. Or I can get a retread and hope he is. I'd rather draft that guy. Do you not take a guy like Marcus Mariota when he be ultimately becomes released from the Raiders? Ultimately. And then utilize that pick to get leverage, get more draft capital, and then start filling out holes on your team? I don't know. Is, is my scouting department telling me that Mariota is a guy I want to invest in? 
Is that what they're telling me? Because John Gruden, I know he's down with OPP all the time at quarterbacks. It's always the next one. But he's got a guy in-house. He gave him some time, and then he went, let, let him go. I don't really want him. I see what you did with that reference right there. A little old back throwback 90s song. That's right. That's where I, I'm I appreciate from. that. That's where I'm from. What we got, Ev? All right, Bart threw this out yesterday. I want to get your guys' take on it. The wide receivers coming into the league in the draft are better than the current crop of free agent wide receivers. Take it or shake it? Shake it. I'm taking it. You're taking it. I'm taking that. I'm shaking it. Evan, are you taking that? Shake that. Evan, jump in this one. I'm taking that too. Absolutely taking that. Why are you taking it, Evan? Talk to me. I I just don't think I've heard Key say many times that this group of wide receivers is just a bunch of guys, including, you know, Juju Smith Schuster. I I think I agree with him. I I, I look at it. I don't see any number one wide receivers. I look at Jamar Chase. I look at. Devonta Smith, I think both those guys can be number one wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Devonta Smith is small. I understand, but I, I still think he takes it over the top, guys. though. Right? What's the yeah. biggest comp to him, though? Marvin Harrison, he was Agreed. a number one receiver. Okay. Hey, look, we can say all this. I just want Kenny, Kenny Galladay on the Giants. Let's just say that first you and foremost. I'll yeah, say that. But I was going to throw that name out. To, I mean, you're going to tell me that's just a guy? He's a jag? He's not just a guy. I don't think so. But like Juju Smith-Schuster, like he's he's a second target, right? He's a secondary. Is he? Isn't he? Is he, is he your number one option? Well, Depends on what my team is and what I have. It depends on what I don't know if I trust young. How'd the kid in Denver do this year? Can't catch. Guy, yeah, guy got plays with mittens on. I mean, like, I mean, I, like, you look great in college. You come into the league and now you're playing with mittens on. Like I got to know what you're about. Catch it with your chest. But I catch you. But younger, I got to know you what you're about. I know what I've got in these free agents. I know what I have. I get you younger. I get you cheaper. It's better long term strategy. Mm. Is make, it not? You're making me wait too, though. Is it not? Now you're making me wait. Okay. Unless I have a great quarterback that can make you great, now you're making me wait. Hmm. The Patriots will be a playoff team in 2021. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take, take it. That. Take, yeah, that. I take, that. take that. I take that. We taking that. Okay. Okay, Alan Yates. I heard you on here getting that voice in. Why are you taking it, Alan? Got aggressive. We got a lot of new things over there in New England now. Why not? And you got players coming back on that defense that set out last year we forget about. I think that? that I think Bill Belichick has done a great job of providing system-like players that will give the optionality to Cam Newton to be successful. Cam Newton, as much as people want to kill him in Boston, all the things that he battled last year, I think retooling this, obviously, what, they spent $230 million already? I mean, they were retooling system-like players that fit into that scheme. Yeah. He, they, I don't they, think I still think the Bills are ahead of them, but I think they're right there. Oh yeah, but they, they could be a wild card team. Yes. absolutely. He he got himself robo jocks. That's what he did. He got guys that fit into the system that that you don't have to worry about having that star that you have to deal with. No divas, none of that stuff. No 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 player that needs to be empowered. No, we've got guys that fit in my system. This is a chessboard, and I'm Bill Belichick. I'm Bobby Fisher. Mm. Strong statement, you Bobby like Fisher. You think a lot of people got the Bobby Fisher reference? I don't know. I hope so. Okay. You no, can always use go. the Google. Last one, Ev. A number one seed will win the NCAA tournament. Take it or shake it. Take, take it. it. Take that. Take is, it. I, I, I'm taking it, man. This is the year, as much as we think things are going to be chaotic, which I'm sure they will be because it's March Madness. It started off last night. This is what happens. But I, I still say at the end of the day, Gonzaga and Illinois, that is my final. Those are two teams I trust the most. Baylor is right there as well. I have Texas coming out to fill out my final four. But I'm going with Gonzaga as a national champion. Take it or shake it. Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com slash safety or just stop by. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, that was a hell I of feel a big-footed. read. I feel big-footed right now. It's a now. hell of a read. I mean, this is like I'm the host 
He just took the wheel on me like that. So let me try to tease this with a new number, a new team, but it will be the same old story for Carson Wentz. We will discuss next, Evan.